Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here, to keep you in line. A line we call the Dry Line. Don't you love that sound, Landon? Isn't that just awesome? It's going to keep me up all night, especially when I'm getting a text right in the, right in the beginning. I mean, right at the start of our podcast, Landon. <laughs> right at the start of the podcast. Even a rattlesnake sound effect can't even scare them off. Honey, come home. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, if you don't know, that's the sound of our favorite favorite animal in the whole wide world. But we go, before we go any further... We're going to introduce this thing properly. This is the Dryline Farmer Podcast, and I'm your host, Brent Carlson, and we're always happy to have our good co-host here, Landon. How's it going? Yeah, it was going pretty good. Going pretty good until all that started stuff. That stuff started showing up. No kidding. Anyway, we're glad everybody's listening in. We're glad you're downloading this bad boy. This is episode numero 30. That's episode 30 for everybody north of the Texas Panhandle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Landon. You're in the Texas Panhandle. You should know that. <laughs> and anyway, yeah, so we're glad you're here. And before we go any further, we're just going to get this out of the way. You know that we know that you know you're where to download this, pu- download this puppy at. It's Twitter. That's at Trader Brent. You're going to download it on Twitter at Trader Brent. And Landon? No twit Landon 44. As I hit the microphone, no twit Landon 44. Also, you're going to find us on Facebook, Google Play, and the granddaddy of them all, Apple Podcasts over there in iTunes. And so we're, yeah, excited that you're here. We're excited that you love to talk reptiles and our big segment this week. If you were here with me from the beginning, it's more tattoo talk. This week, I'm talking and Landon's talking neck tattoos. What jobs will they fit in? What jobs? Well, they might be a little harder to get. And just what might those neck tattoos say on them? Uh, maybe it's a nice little Bible verse. Maybe a little scripture out of the Koran. Maybe some nice, I don't know, neo-Nazi white supremacist stuff. That always really has a good dinner conversation vibe to it. Bring your boyfriend over and have a little I hate all Jews strapped across the back of my neck. <laughs> or maybe the friendly go to hell. Or the naked lady mudflap chick. That always works really well. It's my favorite. That's Landon's. That's on Landon's uh, back windows, right above his tire works tire pro <laughs> sticker, where you get a dollar. What is that? A dollar off your flat, Landon? Yeah, right under my last name. <laughs> that's right. In old English. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, it's got to be the old. Sanskrit doesn't work in Herford. It's got to be old English. Landon lost Costa Nostra Noland or something. Well, little science today. We're talking rattlesnake bites in this first segment, and yeah. A dude, and I'm sure most of you heard this uh, heard this story by now. A guy kills a snake with a hoe, 
and, and I'm not talking about like Stacy, Tiffany, or any that kind of hoe. I'm talking about an actual ho ho where you ho ho your weeds in the in the yard. A guy with a neck tattoo did all this. It's, ironically enough, I mean, is that like a coincidence or what? I mean. Chan- I mean, looking at his neck tattoo, I think he's got. Doesn't he have a snake wrapped around his neck on the like the? That's where the tat is. Look like a bullseye. A bullseye. Well, not to mention, yeah, it just goes right up above his collar line on his t-shirt that he's wearing. But Landon, now what do you call those? He's got two pairs. They're not those. Uh, Brandon has some horseshoes hanging off. He his has, ears. yeah. <laughs> they looked like connected beads. <laughs> what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. I'm glad he's okay. Yeah, but no, they're uh, they're like horseshoes with like balls on the end of them, and they're probably what do you say those diameter those things are landing about quarter of an inch thick. I'd say and, a little bit smaller than a quarter in diameter. Fortunately, they're not as brown as his wife's teeth are, so that's always a bonus. Anyway, he's got a pair in each earlobe, and I'm sure he's a nice guy. I mean, his name is Milo. If <laughs> I wonder, if, I wonder if his wife's name is Stitch. <laughs> or Otis, Milo or, and Otis. Or Otis. <laughs> Milo and Jennifer Sutcliffe. They live down in Landon. Where do they live? They live in Texas, Corpus I think. Corpus Christi. Yeah, Corpus it? Christi. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, the story reads, and this is on CNN, fake news, but uh, this story actually turns out to be true. The headline is a little bit about snakes and reflex. Talks about how this guy gets bit on the hand while doing yard work for his wife, Stitch. And, uh, which just goes to show you that you should never, ever help your wife to yard work unless you want to almost die. Anyway, so this guy, he, uh, and actually said, this says he had a shovel, didn't have a hoe. Anyway, so he saw, he's working in the yard, sees the snake and, uh, picks up a shovel, swings it, splits the snake's head off the rest of its body. He thought he'd killed the reptile. Well, he did technically, but when he reached to grab the severed head, it latched both its fangs into his fingers. The wife, Stitch, said. While the incident made headlines, it's actually been known to happen. Snakes, you see. In this this is such a folksy article, Landon. The, how they get the little banter in there in between the commas. Yeah. Snakes, you see, retain their reflexes for hours after their death. And by Landon, do you think a jihadi does he does he kind of flip and flare after he blows himself up? <laughs> <laughs> like if, like, he blows up and, like, the exhaust pipe off his car, do you think he tries to swing it around? And, and He's trying to wave at all those 50 virgins real quick. 72, yeah. Landon. Oh, okay. And just a note on, I'm glad you brought that up, Landon. <laughs> 72 virgins, Landon? Yeah, you're going to need an eternity to bust through that force field. <laughs> yeah, that would, be, that would be a long weekend. <laughs> Fortunately, time doesn't exist in paradise, Landon. It doesn't right. exist. But we go back to our story here. It says, think of how a chicken can still run around with its head cut off. Landon, you do that at church every week, don't you? <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Snakes have a similar reflex mechanism, yeah, yeah. much like the Church of Christ do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those Protestants have good reflexes. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, snakes have a similar reflex mechanism, uh, this doctor of yada, yada, yada says. But when their heads are detached, they aren't able to control how much venom they inject due to diminished brain capacity. Much like Landon on a Sunday morning. <laughs> so the creatures instinctively distribute as much as they can. The rattlesnake venom takes effect almost immediately, and the bite is brutal, especially for Sutcliffe. The doctors induced him into a coma, not because of the snake bite, just because he got tired of hearing his wife yammer on 24-7 about getting back out there and pulling dandelions. 
And his wife told CNN that. So, yeah. His kidneys failed because of shock. Now he's on dialysis and receiving antibiotics. He doesn't. She doesn't know when her husband will leave the hospital, but said he's doing much better. Landon, my sister-in-law had me come over the other day and kill a garden snake. A garden snake. You killed it? Yeah, I had to. She was flipping out, man. What else was I supposed to do? It was like, you know, probably 20 inches long, and he was real nice. We had a garden snake the other day in the backyard. What'd you name it? Stitch. <laughs> anyway, actually, my oldest boy, he's seven. He saw it, and he wanted, of course, he goes crazy over stuff like that. So, he, anyway, he got up, the snake kind of got up in between the sidewalk and the edge of the house, and looked like he had just eaten something. He had a big old lump in the middle of his, maybe he had cancer, I don't know. And he had, <laughs> it's not a, not a tumor. It's not a tumor. This is my Pierre right. <laughs> Girls have a penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Girls don't have a penis, Brent. Oh. Well, well, come on. Well, touche, Landon. Touche. Anyway, so he's all, he's flipping out. He loves snakes and stuff, and I hate him. But anyway, so he, uh, so we just let it go on because he was eating a rat or something or a, mi- a mouse, and that's all right with me. So a couple of days later, I was gone, but my wife said she found he found another garden snake, and uh, he went over there and proceeded to pet it. So, you know, that's we might have to have a little talk about stranger danger when it comes to snakes. But anyway, so apparently the moral of the story is, Landon, you cut somebody's head off, you don't turn your back on them. You don't stick your finger in their mouth. Yeah, I mean... Isn't isn't the general public just scared enough of snakes where they won't stick their freaking hand down there? I mean, I don't care if it is just a head. I don't even want to touch the rattles. And why do why does everybody cut the rattles off a rattlesnake when they kill it? Is that some kind of wives' tale? I have no idea. I mean, you've probably done it. Mm, yeah, I had a, I worked with a lady that. Landon, this is only a thirty minute podcast. Okay. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I'm getting older here. I don't know. They my dad's always done it. My, I don't know why people do it. It's not like they're. They're maybe they're getting like a sketch for their neck tattoo for the following week. I don't know. My dad doesn't have any neck tattoos from what I've seen, but uh, yeah. So when you cut when you kill a rattlesnake, make sure he's graveyard dead and not just dead. Yeah, leave the head alone. If you want to pick up the body and rub it between your legs like a shower towel, I mean, go ahead, but don't <laughs> don't don't touch the head. Don't. Yeah, I mean that is the business end of the snake. And then I, I heard on the radio they were talking about the story. At the end of the story said whenever you encounter a rattlesnake. Slowly back away and contact a professional because cutting the head off a snake, a rattlesnake, is inhumane. Right. Oh, dear. But I think we've all learned a good lesson here, Landon. Good lesson here. Well, I was going to talk about, and I know this is probably in everybody else's hometown. Is it just Hereford or has every AutoZone, O'Reilly's, and Napa, has the parking lot turned into an open-air mechanic shop? Because people are, I mean... You know, people used to be just replacing like headlight bulbs and, you know, putting in fuses. I guarantee you, Landon, I went to a meeting this morning. I drove by O'Reilly's. I guarantee you they were dropping a tranny out of that. And I'm not talking about your prom date either. They dropped a train. <laughs> somebody was dropping a transmission out of the bottom of like a 98 Camaro. And I mean, they had they had the OSHA approved. They had like a cherry picker crane. <laughs> they had... Well, they had Jose holding up the left uh, left axe, uh, left side of the axle. It was a whole to do, but I mean, is it, I guess auto parts stores are now open air mechanic shops, and uh, I mean, so it's not like we go in there, we walk in there, we want to get like 
a couple of air fresheners for the dead body in the trunk or something, you know, and we just want to get waited on. No, that guy's out in the out in the parking lot. You know, he's a doing a, he's he's not doing a rim job. He's doing <laughs> he's he's doing you know a spark plugs or something, and it's like a two hour job. Anyway, tweet at us if you uh, if that's in your town. Tweet at us at Trader Brent and no twit landing forty four. Hey, that's cool, Landon. I never had to. Maybe we'll get a little interaction going on here. But nonetheless, enough of that talk, enough of that segment. Landon, today, Radar Ricardo does an impression, and it's pretty obvious who it is. I won't spoil the fun. Hope it's not me. It's not you, Landon. No, he's not illiterate. <laughs> no, Radar Ricardo, he's going to have a weather report, and uh, next week's forecast looks a little more promising. It's going to stay out of the hundreds, and it's only going to blow 30. So we got that going for us. This week's sponsor, Happy Hands Rattlesnake Handlers. You have a snake? We're only three hours away. Just give us a call. Don't cut that head off. Well, that's our sponsor this week, Landon, and you'll be hearing from him. And then it's Radar Ricardo right after that. Happy Hands Rattlesnake Handlers. We're your only place for humane handling of your rattlesnake. It's not even a problem. That's offensive to the snake. We have four locations across the entire United States, guaranteeing you only a 12-hour window from the time you encounter a snake till we show up to delicately and carefully remove your rattlesnake. That sweet little rattlesnake. He's he's just a spooky pookie pookie's rattlesnake. Don't, whatever you do, cut off the head of a rattlesnake. Not only is it inhumane, it's also gonna get you anyway. Some dude got his freaking head bit by a head of a rattlesnake. Do you want that on your conscience? Let alone the fact you just decapitated one of God's wonderful little creatures. We will take that rattlesnake. Given a 12-hour window, we will arrive with a pink bag and a padded gripper thingy to pick up the snake, put in the pink bag, and then we put it in the back seat with a seat belt on. Don't ask us how we built in a snake. We just do it. Happy hands, rattlesnake rattler, handler people. That's who we are. We're lovable. We're sweet. Just like the rattlesnake you want to kill. Happy hands, rattlesnake handlers. Here to serve you. Four locations across the United States. Hey man, check it out. I've been, I've been working on it all week, man, since last week. Hey, check it out. Hey, this is, this is Donald, a Donald Hippie Trump with your Dryland Farmer podcast, a weather update. You're going to love it. You're going to love this forecast. It's going to be all over the place. Yes, ha ha, ha ha ha. This week's forecast, it's going to be all wet, especially Brent. You're going to love it starting on Sunday and Monday and Tuesday. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. 90, 86, 84. Man, Bato, those are your chances of precipitation. Those aren't just the temperatures anymore. Hey, hey, hey. It's going to be wild. No more. This isn't fake news. This is, this is a, hey, 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 hey. This is real news, my essay. My cabron. My patron. Hey, I'm 
I'm the patron in chief, you know what they say? Because I was talking to Melania last week, and she was saying, you need to try the Dryland Pumper podcast. Hey, 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 it'll be huge. It'll be awesome. You'll get so sick of getting a winning forecast. You'll have to turn it off because you'll be winning so much money from the forecast and getting the right crops in the ground. Ha, ha, ha. This week's a Dryland Bumper Podcast, a weather update. Oh, yeah, these people are huge. They're going to make you lots of money. They're going to save you from a snake bite. This is the Happy Hands Rattlesnake Handlers. You don't want to cut off the head of that poor little rattlesnake. Give it a chance. Just let our Happy Handlers deport it back to where it came from. No need to cut the head off the snake. Happy Handlers. Happy Hands Rattlesnake Handlers. You'll love it. This is Donaldo Trump. Back to you. Well, thanks a lot, Radar Ricardo. That was a that was somewhat of a good attempt at a Donald Trump impression. But, you know, you can't be great at everything, Landon. So, or Landon, Radar Ricardo. You better stick to the uh, better stick to the the weather report there, buddy. Yeah, Brian, I'm not good at anything. You're not good at it. I'm surprised you make it out here every Tuesday night. You got the GPS. That's right. No, yeah, right. Landon <laughs> doesn't have a GPS. Doesn't even have a smartphone. Tattoos. I think I talked about this back on like the second or third episode I ever had. Well, this is neck tattoos. And, um, you know, people always say, you don't judge me. Don't judge me because I got a neck tattoo. Guess what? I'm judging. I'm judging hard. That's right. That's fine. You can get a neck tattoo if you want to. That's fine. It's a free country. This isn't Islamabad. This isn't Baghdad. This isn't anywhere where it sucks to live. This is America. But don't don't think it's not going to affect your job prospects when you go into the you know go into the inter- interview room when you're trying to get a job. So uh, we're going to do a little um, we're going to give you a little help here. How's that? That's simple enough. Give help, Landon. This is like the third or fourth take, and Landon laughs every time I say that sucks. He doesn't even say anything when I don't say it sucks. <laughs> He's still not saying anything. We're here to inform. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, what does is, what is Fox News say? Uh, fair and balanced. Yeah. yeah, we're not fair and balanced at all. If this was fair and balanced, nobody would listen to it. People don't listen to it as it is. <laughs> so, let's get into it, Landon. Tattoos on your neck and how they might affect your job life. Landon, welcome to The Worst Decision You Ever Made. That's right, we're talking tattoos this week on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. Most notably, those ones in between your mouth and your nipples. That's right, it's your neck. The best, most exposed place you can put a tattoo where everyone will judge you, and rightly so. So, we talk about these, we talk about some neck tattoos, and a lot of them have words written on them, or some nice little phrase, and then, Landon, what did you say, we just saw a story, it was some kind of nerd game you played back when you were six, what was it called, the Legend of Zelda, they had some kind of goofy thing on there? Oh, the woman that wrote the article with the, she said she had the Triforce tattooed on the back of her neck. Landon, did you ever earn the Triforce? Was Was that before or after Mike Tyson's punch out? Oh, I never could beat Mike Tyson's punch out, but I could beat Zelda. 
Oh, yeah, that's a little... Because Zelda's a chick, right? Actually, yes, but you play as Link. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) there's not one thing about that that isn't gay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's say you have some Nintendo... Some Nintendo icon on the back of your neck, right next to your, you know, your scripture out of the New Testament. I think the perfect neck tattoo, Brent, would be just like right in the front of your neck. You get a tattoo that just says where the wild things are with an arrow pointing down. <laughs> that, that'll that get you right up there at upper management, Landon. I, I, I see it all the time. Whenever I look, like turn on CNBC or Fox Business, there's always some CEO with a, <laughs> with a freaking uh, old English scripture right there on front of his... Right on the front of his Adam's apple. Dude or chick or otherwise. But uh, so, yeah, Landon, let's go ahead and get into those jobs where it might be hard to uh, maybe to, to solidify that job or, you know, nail that job down and make your way into the first day of work. So, yeah, let's get into it. Landon, this this job, it's a noble job and uh, it's a job that helps people. It's an occupation that's uh, holistic and uh, they come into your home. Landon, it's the midwife. That's right. That chick that's usually, she's probably usually about what? About three bucks, weighs about three bucks. She's got cans, you know, like the triple E's. She has to wear like three bras to keep her from flopping out during the the birthing process. She was born in the 1800s. That's right. She's got, she's got those socks and those SAS shoes, (laughs) those those, uh, nurse shoes. And she wears that thing called a bonnet. <laughs> a bonnet. Uh, I'm going to have to refresh my memory on the bonnet, Landon. Is that I think not, it's something on their head? Oh, okay. That bonnet. I thought it was something weird. Yeah. But you don't want you, I don't think you could be a midwife. I, I mean, I've never seen a midwife with a net tattoo that said, push you dirty bitch. <laughs> I've, I don't think I've, there's a midwife anywhere in the world that's got that tattoo written across the front of her neck. <laughs> the one that says, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> <laughs> you think, yeah, or you, it says, you think this tattoo is a bad decision. Look at what I'm having to pull out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Landon. So the, any more thoughts on the midwife, Landon? That's all I got, Brent. No, no thought. It's usually some kind of what? It's like a, some chick out of not. I guess it's a chick. It's a uh, what do they call them? An old, not a school marm, Landon. It's a <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Landon? Uh, anyway, I don't know what they are, but they're usually out of Scandinavia. You know, like Dutch or something, something like that. Mm-hmm. So the midwife that could be a hard job to lock down is with the, with the old neck tattoo. Moving forward, Landon, uh, a dermatologist. You know. I would think a dermatologist wouldn't have any tattoos because that kind of sets a bad example. I mean, if you have like really dark tattoos, how do you know if you've ever got like a bad mole? I mean, does it just, does it stay camoed under that? I mean, or like, what if you get like a, a tattoo of a person on your neck and it's, I mean, what if you think like the tattoo actually grew its own mole? Like the actual person of the tattoo has the mole. Yeah. What if, yeah. What if the tattoo on your, on your neck has pimples on it? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I guess if they're perfectly spaced apart and it's on that naked lady tattoo you got on there, I mean, <laughs> you can kind of go from there, Landon. But uh, yeah, dermatologists might be hard to lock down. Landon, what, you got some notes over there. Yeah, um, one job you probably can't get is to be a successful lawyer. Yeah, just but but a lawyer's possible. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Just a successful one. You could possibly be a public defender. <laughs> uh, yeah, because well, yeah, because you can relate with the client. I mean, chances are public defender clients typically have some ink wrapping around their esophagus, you know. Just don't get a tattoo of your all-time record on your neck, like 0-12. <laughs> yeah, or uh, the number, yeah. I would say like a sexual assault attorney. That would be kind of hard to, uh, that would be a hard job to lock down too, because, I mean, let's face it, most... Most rapists, they probably got some ink going around their neck somewhere. And I mean, you don't want the, you don't want somebody looking like your twin cousin, you know, standing next to you behind the docket, you know, waiting for the indictment to come down. Yeah, Brent, you may go from the attorney to the suspect pretty yeah. quick there. <laughs> well, you deserve it. You deserve it at that point, Landon. Just lock them up and put them away. I also, you know, Landon, I think, you know, this job, now this job really helps the human race out. And it's it's a hard job, I would think, to have. It's kind of, I don't know if it's morbid, depending on how you look at it, but it's caring for the dying, the, the very sick and those near to death. That's right. The hospice nurse. That's right, Landon. How, I, I just, I've never, I don't run across a whole lot of hospice nurses. It's got to be one of the most noble professions that it ever was to uh, care for the dying and the sick and, you know, console the family as oh, their, of course. as their loved one, you know, passes on to, passes on to the other side. But I mean, you're not going to see a whole lot of nice, uh, hospice nurses with a net tattoo that says on your way out, bitch, <laughs> <laughs> or born to kill. You know, I mean, none of those tattoos chances are, are going to be on a what's again, that's a pretty good point. You brought up Landon, yeah. a successful lawyer. You're not going to find a whole lot of successful hospice nurses. No. With a net tattoo on Yeah, especially one with a tattoo that said, don't you wish you were me? <laughs> <laughs> or sucks to be you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's just all. It's just not classy at all. It's not classy at all. I'm trying to think of what kind of images or uh, pictures that a hospice nurse. Let's see. I mean, a crucifix, that's kind of too easy. You know, skull and crossbones definitely is out. <laughs> get a tattoo of Clara Barton or something. <laughs> Is she? Oh, she was what Red Cross. Yeah, yeah. Damn, Landon, look at you, Mister History. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So hospice nurses, you know, that's pretty. That's a pretty noble cause. So I'm, I'm thinking a neck tattoo probably gets kind of get you kicked out. Well, you won't get a second interview anyway. <laughs> you know, that first interview, I mean, they gotta let you in for nothing else, just to, for a good story. So the next one, the next one I've got, Brent, is you can't you can't get a job as an NBA coach. But the silver lining in all this is you can get a job as an NBA player, player and make about eight or ten times more than the coach that you're that you're playing for. Yeah. So who's the joke on? Who? Yeah. Who's the joke on now? Uh huh. Yeah. But the owner, I mean, he's. Hey, I bet he doesn't have a net tattoo. Not any that I've seen. No. I, I've been dying to get one of those uh, those fake sleeves, you know, where you can put them on your arms and like go out and i mean i don't know why i would but pretend you have tennis elbow or something <laughs> yeah yeah i got this one while i was <laughs> i was at church camp or something i don't know some kind of <laughs> weird at least make up a cool story you know but uh yeah so Land and landon he had a good one um i would any entry-level position in a rival gang i would say <laughs> Because chances are if you've already been in one gang you survived the initiation and you survived the I don't guess it's a de-initiation. What is it, Landon? It's more of a, like an attempted murder, I guess. Cause I think it's a dishonorable discharge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dishonorable discharge out of a gang. I like that. 
I don't get you don't get your benefits if you get dishonorably discharged, Landon. That's right. That's right. But, but yeah, um, chances are you've already got some gang signs on that neck. So a rival gang probably going to be a little reluctant to uh, accept your application. And even if they accept you, somebody's going to get confused sometime and probably shoot you in the face. Yeah, and I mean, what kind of references are you going to use <laughs> on that application? <laughs> this is who is this? Oh, that's the, the clan leader. I, he he's a real. Uh, He's he's a he's a mick man. I tell you what, <laughs> he's just a swell guy. Landon, I think uh, yeah, application process for a gang. You know, references. That's a whole other podcast episode. We might have to do that on like an anniversary episode or something because that could be golden. Maybe the one hundredth episode. Right, right after the hottest Golden Girls debate. Oh man, I can't wait till that one. Oh man, it's 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 gonna live. It's gonna live in the record books, Landon. So let's see what we've got. Most of ours, uh, let's see, a PR rep for a nursing home. We forgot to mention that one, didn't we, Landon? Yep. I mean, you're standing behind the microphone. You've got your, you know, your suit and tie on, and you're talking about, you know, there was a there was a epidemic of falls the list last week, and um, you know, you're standing up there, <laughs> you know, you're standing up there with that net tattoo that says "bitch didn't listen the first time." You know, and you're talking about falls at a nursing home. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that could be counterproductive to your whole, <laughs> to your whole, you know, to your whole campaign of trying to play this whole uh, elder, elder, elderly falling thing down. Yeah, you might be getting sued by that lady with dementia there. Yeah, well, at least her family. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> that could be that could be bad PR. That might be a hard job to get to, Landon. Well, uh, I think I've said your name enough times in this episode to call it a day. <laughs> Because I don't know how many times I've said that the word landed, but it's a bunch. <laughs> just I just notice things like that. That is my name. Yeah, don't wear it out. Eh? Well, uh, yeah, so we're, we appreciate everybody listening in. And we just we hope you've taken heart to a lot of these uh, comments and a lot of these opinions that we've given. And uh, hopefully that'll keep you out of the net tattoo game and in the workforce. Keeping that participation rate up in the great American country. And uh, so, yeah, I think we've covered it all on that. Landon, until next week, we'll uh, keep on hammering away, man. That sounds good, Brent. All right. Until next time, you keep it going on, and we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dryline Farmer Podcast brought to you by Happy Hands Rattlesnake Handlers. We'll handle your cutie pootsy little rattlesnake. The Dryline Farmer Podcast, all rights reserved, 2018.